The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, I'm Melody Federer, and this song is This Down. On my super shitty guitar. This town always looks better when I'm leaving It's like it knows I'm almost gone And it's dark and I'm driving towards the border Suddenly all the lights come on And it's messed up how I turn around every time and it's almost like this city knows and the feeling it won't let me go this town it screws me over and the secrets that this city knows are the secrets won't let me go this town it screws Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> okay. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan, and I've got Monk here with me. Yes. Hi, Alan. Hello, hello. You're the most intimidating man I've ever met. I'm going to say that. <laughs> oh, we are at the, the Sunstroke House. And I'm um, even here. I don't level him out. No, you're leveling him out. You have yeah, those warm, friendly to, eyes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the radio background. I like to know how to do oh, that yeah. with people. <laughs> uh, Hot, so, young I'm, Santa Claus thing going on. Sorry if, uh, if I kind of came off as intimidating. I have had a terrible Yeah, day. when you flicked me off just now? I mean, I, what, <laughs> that, and then I came in with a gun. I and like you threw the, that beer can, like, right past my head. So the, the yeah. Quick, the quick wit is selling me right now. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad that I played her song on the radio, and now she's here in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> me too. M-I-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I-S-I-P-I. Well, to kick things off, Sunstroke House, this is a... It's a house show. Uh, Melody, uh, Impressions of Mississippi. Is it your first time? I think it is. If I've been here before, I must have been too young to remember because it feels new. And it seems like a very cool town from what I've heard from Monk. Yes. There's like a lot of characters and rich history. and It has its charms. Yeah. So where are you from originally? <laughs> Texas. Texas. What part? Yeah. So we're like cousins. Sure. Neighbors, kind yeah, of. We're yeah, we're like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dallas. Dallas. My, my daddy was a pastor down in Dallas. Oh, God. Gotcha. In the Bible Belt. <laughs> so you've been, you're kind of a, you're a world traveler. Oh, yeah. Because you lived in Paris. Oh, yes. Tell us about that. So I'm, what I'm really concerned about, what I'm going to boil it down and get to, is the difference between Bull. Nashville, Paris, and Seattle. Oh, I like that. Music scenes. Ooh. And how different it is as a musician. Ooh. Granted that you were different ages when you yes, were in these places, but yeah. 
So you started out in Paris, right? No. Or no? No, okay. no. There's more. Dallas. Dun, we dun, moved dun, to St. Oh. Louis. Went to the all-girls Catholic school. Ran off to New York. I did theater. I, I think my dad thought I'd be a famous actress, but I fell in love with a French piano player, and he convinced me to move to Paris. And so I moved to Paris, and we had a jazz band. And I thought gotcha. I'd create something called Stride Pop, which is 1930s jazz piano mixed with pop. I thought it'd be like a, a huge sensation. <laughs> and yeah, that's a, you haven't heard of it. So. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Helen, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we played on the streets and cafes, Paris Fashion Week, festivals. Uh, you know, I got to make out with some jazz legends, grandkids, such as John Go Reinhardt's grandson, at a oh nudist camp. Gosh. Really? Where we played. I'm really? surprised you even know Django Reinhardt. Yes. No? Oh, my gosh. One of the best guitar players ever. Nobody knows about him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, well, I mean, you got to watch the movie Sweet and Low Down. Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, with um, uh, Sean Penn plays Django Reinhardt. What? Oh, my God. It is an excellent movie. How yes. have I not so much right now. Really? Yes. Yeah. Django Reinhardt, listen to him every day. Everybody that's listening to this podcast right now. Yeah, listen to him. Pull that one up. Yes. Well, and what's cool about him is he was a gypsy. And, like, he was, I believe, a part Romanian gypsy. But he mm-hmm. was a gypsy. And his caravan caught fire. And he rescued his wife from it and lost a finger. And he was still one of the greatest guitarists Man. of all times. With only... Absolutely amazing. When you hear his work, you'll be like, I've heard that before somewhere. Because it's been in a commercial or somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yet I can't seem to draw a song right now, which is so weird. I'd have to hear it. Maybe you can play a snippet later and post. Put it in post. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah. So you went from Paris, then you came to Seattle? No. No. Then I... See, I don't know the whole story. I, That's oh, good. No, We're don't. talking. <laughs> I managed to get me and my French boyfriend a record deal with Pat Boone. Wow. <laughs> Descendant of Daniel Boone. Yes. Um, country. Long story. was a country star, wasn't he? He was. Yes. Uh, he's kind of a controversial, controversial figure, but <clears throat> got us a record deal. It was okay. I think I was the only young artist they'd ever signed. <laughs> Yeah. Pat. It was me and Pat on the label. <laughs> and so then I broke up with my French boyfriend because I was still in love with my first love who happened to live in L.A. And he suddenly was like, I think you're the one after all. And so I gave up Paris. And, of course, that guy was a total cad. So <laughs> he went off with some pageant girl uh, who now works for Fox News. And, oh. uh, which is fine. I mean, whatever. I probably shouldn't say that. You can delete this if you want. I hope he doesn't... He wouldn't listen to this. Why would he? She's so hot. Why would he be listening to my podcast? He's, she's really a babe. Anyway. <laughs> just let that play out. <laughs> it was yeah. so fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I like on the streets again. Not living, just sure. <laughs> playing. <laughs> and I bust on the streets of LA and I got a gig playing in a Hilton Lounge. And then I got signed by a guy who was in the audience who was Dion Warwick's son. Oh. And he was a hip-hop guy who did stuff for Bones. Thug and Harmony. Harmony. Yeah, I almost said Bone Rugs and... That would have been... <laughs> hugs. Bone Hugs. Bones, and... Hugs, and Harmonies. <laughs> but he... That was a little shady. He was dealing with some Russians and... Uh, I ended up in this hip-hop studio in Mesa, Arizona. While he was giving all the money to his baby mama. Oh my goodness. 
So the story gets better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got signed to a publishing deal, so I started writing with cool, good people. Like yeah. by a guy named Billy Mann. He believed in me. Got to write with Pink, Michael Bublé, Kelly Rowland. Really got my chops up as a writer. And at that time, I was living in L.A. But he sent me down to Nashville because he heard some of my songs, which had kind of a country twang because I'm from Texas. He's like, where, where are these songs coming sure. from? So I went to Nashville and I got knocked up <laughs> very, very quickly because I'd been in a very chaste relationship three years prior. So I hadn't had any action in like many years. And so then the first time it happened, pregnant, young and pregnant. And so then we ended up moving back to L.A. And then we moved back to Nashville. And then we ended up in Seattle. And now we're back in Nashville. And I think that's most of the story. Oh, yeah. in Seattle, I started releasing my own music. Yes. And I started getting picked up by the radio. Yes. And like, just organically. And then uh, got another pub deal. And then started touring. And, yeah, that's where I'm at. So when I first heard of you, yeah, I don't, I don't remember if someone pushed... Your music to me. No one can sue me for contents of this, right? No. Okay, sometimes I say things and I'm like, God, or if I, say that? I don't know if someone pushed you to me because now you're working with was a pirate you work with pirate pirate pirate. No. To push your music out. Oh uh, no. Okay. Um, maybe it was a JMA, JMA. Okay, maybe so. Okay. So I don't know how I heard your music. Maybe yeah, it just did you it fell music? upon me. I guess. Wow. Um, and cool. I heard. I hate love. You did? That was the first that one? Was the, well, the first one, I guess, was Wonder Years, but then I got to I Hate Love. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my gosh. And then I read somewhere that it was Abso Facto that yeah, produced it. Can we you did tell that, that story? Sure, yeah. Because Abso Facto so is cool. Abso Bado. That was stupid. <laughs> Wait, like in a good way? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. yeah. Really good. Really like badasso. He is. How about that? I hope you hear that, Abso. <laughs> um,. I heard his song uh, Dissolve yes. when I was in Portland, just on a trip, and I was like, what is this? And so I was doing an interview just like this, and they were like, what kind of, what artist do you like right now? And I said, I'm really digging this guy up so facto. And I tagged him when the article came out, and he was like, wow, thanks so much, because he was still kind of little known. Yeah. Um, and so I started sending him songs via Instagram. I was like, check out this idea. He's like, oh, that's cool. And then I thought of i hate love i wrote it on the piano sent it to him he's like that's a hit like i want to work on that yeah so me and this guy nathan barlow who actually is the guitarist for keith urban his awesome. lead guitarist yeah. he initially produced it and then abso's like i can elevate this and so abso got on it with his partner and they made it into what it was and it came out and it went viral and it makes me think i should do more pop music but I just, I it, think... <laughs> it's it's really weird if you sit down and... Because if I'm just on my Spotify... I know. And I go through your stuff... I genre jump Well, no, lot. no. Because it's, it's this... I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. So I'm, I'm on Spotify <laughs> and I'm just listening to your stuff and I get more of the... I hear I hate love, but then I get more of this town and more of Wonder Years. Yeah. But then today... Yeah. I was without my phone because it was on the charge. So I just said, hey, Alexa, play Melody Federer from my Spotify. Yeah. And it played some... St- I never heard oh, your no. version of Lake of Fire, which is a Meat Puppet oh. song made popular by Nirvana and the Meat Puppets on the MTV Unplugged. I heard that 
with some fella. Yeah. And it was freaking amazing. John Calkins. And I had never heard that before. Yeah. He just asked me if I'd do the vocal on it, and then he put it out. And Have you heard the original song? I thought it was by Nirvana. That's so funny. No, yeah. It's a Meat Puppet song. And then on the MTV Unplugged, um, Nirvana invites the Meat Puppets up to come and play with them and sing with them. Wasn't That's supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. MTV yeah. didn't want that. Nope. Why? They Were wanted they like, all the hits they, from Nirvana. And they wanted them to be electric, but Kurt wanted to come out and be acoustic, and then he wanted to invite his friends and Meat Puppets out, and they were like, no. <laughs> so did they still come out? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they did. What were they like? Were they like teenagers? Were they like older? No, no, they were. No, they were in their were late twenties at that yeah. time. Yeah, well, that? the Meat Puppets probably they they were way before Nirvana, so really? probably in their mid thirties at the time. What did they look like? Is it like two guys or yeah, mm-hmm. long curly hair? Yeah, that's all I remember. Nineties, but yeah, and so, they were like a duo. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and I'd only heard the one song. That you did with Burt Bacharach, yeah, which was I the, jump around the more it was. It's it really honestly when you're not paying attention to who it is, Alan. <laughs> it reminds you of a Disney song, and I think it showcases Melody's voice better than any song really? that I think she's ever done. Oh, what's that song called? Bridges. No, 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 not Bridges. The other one uh, with Bacharach. Um, the sun also rises. That's it, right you're there. You're the only person who's ever brought that song up. And then Bridges, I heard that, and I was like, oh, that's my jam right there. That's the song I dig right there. <laughs> so, but the first one, I was like, this really, my wife and I were listening to it tonight, and I was like, that showcases her voice better than any other song I've heard. But I only got that by not listening to your Spotify, but just telling Alexa to play it. And so Do she, you think it's weird how much I jump around? No, 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 I love it. Okay. You yeah. keep me interested. I think, okay. I, I think okay. it's a good thing, really. Really? Uh, okay, cool. You know, I mean, there's two ways to think about it, I guess. Country is for posers. Mm-hmm. I'm reading your hat. Yeah. That Abe says Partridge. pop country He's is an Alabama astronaut. Who? Abe Partridge. Who? Abe Partridge. I don't know who that is. You will one day. Oh, okay. He's blowing up. He is? <laughs> yeah. Okay, is that a lyric? Pop country is That's for... a song. Oh, okay, got it. And the got first it. time he showcased it was at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville. That's where I live, Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I thought that was very ironic. Yeah. Because there's a lot of pop country there. There's a lot of pop country. Oh, it's all pop, pop country. country. Were but, you a Burt Bacharach fan? Um, I mean, I was just aware of who he was. Um, I didn't necessarily... I mean, I knew songs that he did. Yeah. But I didn't like sit down at the radio and go, "Well, that's Burt Bacharach," yeah, you know, or he wrote that song because I think he did more writing than he did performing. He was like a ghostwriter, right? kind of like an Adam. No, Hood. no, he toured all the time. But I didn't really know. Yeah, he's older than your generation. Most definitely, he's yeah. like our parents. Yeah, I mean he he's he's kind of he's on the level with like Bernie Taupin and Elton John up there. Yeah, so oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, that's totally. the, that's what style work because you you're kind of going huh yeah you know yeah. his songs though <laughs> probably what the world needs now is love, love. Oh, yeah. sweet love how about always something that to remind oh yeah say a little prayer for you that's all oh, I know raindrops keep falling on my head yeah he's writing movie but, hits yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. lots of them yes. <laughs> But listen to what's the name of the song again? Bridges. No, no. Other oh, one. the sun also rises. The sun also rises. That was his favorite book by Ernest Hemingway. Oh my gosh! So I was like, so oh, how'd you get hooked up with that? I mean, how'd that happen? That's pretty cool. I was his pizza delivery girl. 
No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, this is about to get good. <laughs> Wasn't it already good, Alan? <sighs> no. Um... <laughs> You're a lot of fun. <laughs> she probably has the Tell best it. sense of humor we've had since Phantom Limbs. Tell it Phantom on Limbs. this show. I used to like that. What is their song? I remember that name. What is that? Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Cam, their new band. That name is familiar. I have no yeah. But they were, we interviewed them in Birmingham at Saturn upstairs. Yeah, that was a lot and fun. they were so much fun. What's their song? Nah, Don't you know, that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just went into some little thing. Yeah. I just went on a couple dates with a very southern guy who reminds uh, me of you guys when he talks. <laughs> I'm nowhere near as southern. It's this gentleman sitting right here. Hey, Where are you from no again, way. Monk? I get a. I was born in Baltimore, or right outside of Baltimore. That's is that southern? That's still Maryland. South, yes. You sound very southern. Yes. Well, I mean, I was raised here. Okay. I get a few and of these in me, and uh, I know you guys. Your southern country. accents come out with the beers, but this guy, he said, if I drove down to his place, he would get me gas because I live far away. And, and then I think he was trying to wriggle out of it. And I was like, no, no, a deal's a deal. You got to get me gas and fill up my air, ti- air in my tires because I, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So he was like, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> he gets in the car. <laughs> we're driving. And I guess I missed a turn. He's like, oh, what are you doing? You're driving all willy-nilly. Oh, willy-nilly. <laughs> You're not like even a, paying attention. What's that guy from King of the Hill? <laughs> Hank Hill? Uh, boom Hauer? No, Hank Hill. <laughs> Ain't got no propane in it. But half the time he's talking, I'm like, What? <laughs> Huh? <laughs> a fool. A fool of the time. I all of a sudden feel very weird. No, but I think it's very hot. <laughs> I like the accent a lot. It's uh, the second most popular accent in It's very uh, sexy. It cannot be. It's, it's actually very this sexy. It cannot be. It's one of the ugliest accents. No, well, depending sexy. on what part of the South it, you're uh, coming from. Miss, Mississippi is number two behind Texas. Oh, it gives off cowboy vibes, which every girl, every lady wants a cowboy. So not cowboys in Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a few. There are. What, what is, like, Mississippi proud of? Like, what is the Music. thing about? Cotton, the catfish, blues. the blues. Okay, okay. Yeah. Barbecue. And, and then in Ooh. Philadelphia, oh, man, I am butchering his name, but he just opened the Congress of Country Music. Uh, in Conway? Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. Why would he oh, do it Marty in Philadelphia? Stewart? Marty Stewart, because that's where he's from. Yeah. Philly? That's not country. Mississippi? Philadelphia, Mississippi. Oh. Yeah. That's a the, place in Mississippi. The, yeah, this ain't the city. The, it was like this the, the armpit. Of city. 
Philadelphia was, and I don't mean this. So any, not the Eagles. No, not the no Eagles. disrespect okay. to Philadelphia now, but back in the fifties and sixties, yeah. it's like the armpit of the civil rights movement. Yeah, like a lot of murder and badness happened uh, there. Yeah. yeah, they've turned their ways yeah. around. And the and the Shoba County has quite the history. Yes, Shaka Khan. Neshoba. What? Neshoba. Ah. Yeah. A lot of Indian names. That's also like besides the coast. I think it's the only place to gamble in Mississippi because of the Indians. Because they can have the on their reservations, they can have the casinos. That's so cool. I feel like I'm with Kevin Costner's right now. Which, Which, by the way, which movie? I, I don't know. One of the. Uh, dancing with the Wind, the Wolves. Oh, dude, I was thinking like <laughs> Dancing with Ten the, Cup. Dancing he had a wolves. sweet swing. Oh, and then, Ten Cup. And then his Such baseball movies. One. He had like Field of Dreams. Oh, and, so uh, good. Oh, what was the one where he threw so the good. perfect game with John C. Riley oh, as the catcher? So good. I don't know. He's great. Yellowstone. But today, as I was driving here, I was thinking to myself something I've thought many times on road trips: that there should be a podcast connected to highways that tell you the history of the area you're driving through. Only to learn that Kevin Costner already made one. Wow. Well, dang it. And it must not be a hit because nobody's heard of it, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> he might think it's this great original idea, yeah. but nobody cares. It's pretty cool. It would be niche, though, like, yeah. un- unless you were like paid to just drive all over the country and read a lot of history. <laughs> You'd have to be a nerd. <laughs> yeah, which I'm so not. <laughs> Are you? I don't know. Am I? I don't think so. Okay. You got a lot of references in you. I do. <laughs> oh, but like back to the like the original story of I'm working so of you references. were the pizza delivery guy. That's right. Tell it tell it tell it, tell that story in that way. That's what I want to hear. Well, I showed up with the pizza uh, and it was double pepperoni and they said we didn't order any pizza let's call the cops clearly she's a fanatic fan but I said no Bert I've waited my whole life to meet you give me the shot it's all I need and he gave you the shot and I got the shot and I wowed him with my wiles (laughs) (laughs) with your references none of this is true My old publisher, Billy, saw me do a cover of one of Bert's songs, the, this guy's in love, this guy's in love with you. And he's like, you know, I know Bert. I bet you guys work well together. And so, please tell me this thing's recording. No, it hasn't been the whole time. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Just my luck. Um, And so we met. I was so nervous because he's my mom's favorite artist of all time. And my mom's not like a music head. Like, she likes oldies, the monkeys, the turtles the Beatles, the Ladybugs, the whatever yeah, there were, sure. the Crickets. And she <laughs> All of the bands. Carpenters, she loved, and mm-hmm. Burt Baccarat. So my mom never thought of like being a songwriter as like a real job. My sister's like a CEO. and so. What's the number one way to disappoint your parents? What? Being a musician or an artist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my dad's always wearing a, because my sister went to Yale on a scholarship. She's like a genius. He always has his Yale dad hat on, and I'm like... Where's your broke songwriter dad hat? <laughs> That's the cowboy hat. <laughs> I know. Like, I, like, where's my gear, dad? <laughs> it's in the closet. I love Nashville. I heart, I heart Seattle. Come on, I heart Paris musicians. <laughs> but so when I got to write with him and we hit it off, and I was like, what do I bring Bert, the guy who has everything? And so I made him a painting because me and my little kiddo, we would always paint on the front porch. And so I brought him an abstract 
hideous painting, really, yeah. <laughs> looking back. But he loved it, and he put it on his fireplace, and he's like, all right, show me what you got. And I had to get on the piano and play him a song. In front of Burt Bacharach. Yes. And you were That's freaking crazy. out in front of us. I was... <laughs> I know. I can't imagine that. I freak out in front of everyone. Like, you guys could be like, I could we, we could be in the McDonald's drive thru and I'd be freaking out. Oh. But not not anymore. We're good now. We've we're, we've connected. We've yeah, bonded. it was a little early. Was, we got her here to sing. Yeah. Yeah. Like now she could pick up a guitar and be like, Y'all stare at me. And you hadn't like cracked a smile the whole time. I was, I was just like this right here. I was like, I'm not gonna look at you. Tell me not to look at you. Ask me not to. <laughs> <laughs> And we started off on the wrong foot with the beer can throwing. I'm on the gun thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I like to pack heat. What? It's packing heat. Oh, I got it. Okay. It was one of so. so, yeah. Uh, he, he liked the song, but he's like, well, that one's already finished. And he's like, here. Here's the song I have. It needs lyrics. And I wrote them very quickly because... I'm a very fast writer. It either flows or it doesn't, but generally it flows. It's if awesome. I think about it too yeah. hard, nothing. But I'm, I'm like, like that with the poetry, poetry things that you do on the fly with oh, just random people. Yeah. Po- yeah, I might do that tonight. I might okay. do it about some of the audience. <laughs> That'll be fun. I love it. It's my favorite thing. It's like completely in the moment, and there's all this adrenaline, and my brain just knows what to do, and there's no thinking. You know, so much in life you're awesome thinking everything. Yeah. Oh, thanks. It's even more fun to do. Yeah, I think it's uplifting. It's like an too. adrenaline rush. You know, those people that seem like they're very happy about it. It's like it brightens oh, their day. Maybe I should do one for you. You should. <laughs> about shotguns and beer cans. <laughs> Get you to crack a smile. <laughs> I will. I'm going to do one for you after this. Okay. I'll do one for both of you guys. All right. In fact, if I had my phone, I would do it, but I turned it off because I was annoyed that that guy wasn't texting me. So. Oh, no. Dagum. It's a long story. It's too bad. Do you have your phone? I can do it on yours. I'll do it on Monk's phone. And you can all hear this song. What's your name again? Alan. Oh. Blaine. <laughs> Blaine. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Ready. Alan was hiding in the trunk of Monk's car Cause he was too drunk from the mini bar And he showed up here with a great big gun And he looked at me and said let's have some fun I was kinda scared cause he's got a straight face But I tried to make him laugh and I sprayed him with mace And then we sat in his bedroom (laughs) with the door closed Making this podcast Keeping on all our clothes. Perfect. There you go. Oh, it got a little PG-13 at some point. I don't know what. We did fun. Yeah, I'll text okay. it to you. you... <laughs> That's for you two to keep forever. Right on. Play it as a lullaby to yourself at night. Awesome. Don't worry. Non-disclosure or disclosure, he wasn't actually drunk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or actually, we'll be later. Yeah, same. <laughs> I wasn't actually drunk. <laughs> I don't know about you two. <laughs> what a little bit about your songwriting process. Uh, does it start with poems? Actually, that Bridges song was a poem. Mm-hmm. It was about my first love, who I sometimes dream about. In fact, I've been dreaming about all my exes lately. Like it must mean I don't have closure because I'll like, like wake up vividly. I'm like, oh, I dreamed about that ex. I dreamed about that ex, and we were like there together, and it felt so real. So in that song, I say, um, I only 
I only sleep to dream of you. It's the closest that I get to you. It's like you've died or you're on the moon. I'd touch you if I could. Yeah. Because that's how it feels. Like when you love someone, you're so close and then they're gone. It's like the only time you get to be close to them again is if you just happen to be lucky enough to dream about them. You ever lucid dream? I don't know. You know how to start? No. Okay. Have you ever like is noticed? This when you give me drugs. No, no, no. <laughs> I won't let it happen. <laughs> have you Have you ever noticed in dreams that like you can't really read? Like there'll be signs, but it's like garbled up, or if like if there's something written down, it doesn't make sense. It's almost like it's written backwards. I've actually never noticed that. Okay, so like in a dream, that part of your brain is not on. So right when you realize I can't read, that triggers something in your mind. Be like, then you can begin to manipulate the dream. My daughter can do that. Yeah. She's eight, and she'll say, I had a dream, and it was getting scary, so I changed it in my head. Mm-hmm. You can turn the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm too old to do that anymore. And also, like... Uh, it doesn't work that way. Like, you ever <laughs> notice that you can't run? Yes, that happens all the time. And like, oh, like, I'm running uh, as fast as I can. I have a lot of dreams where, like, I try to speak, and my tongue falls out on the chain. No. You, you can't run because of issues you've had in your life. It's the same as when you grab a doorknob and you can't turn the doorknob when you're stuck in a room. It's because you have issues. You're running from something that you have not had closure on. I've read about this because I can run because I, for the most part, cannot walk unassisted. So I'm in a wheelchair. I walk and I run in my dreams now that I never did before. But you don't have closure on something. And that's why you can't fully get away from whatever's chasing you. Because yep. I have chase dreams all the time. They don't catch me. But like World War II or whatever, something's chasing me and it's this mm-hmm. adrenaline rush and I'm hiding in houses and I'm trying you, to get And I get ever, away. Do you ever have dreams when you can't open the doorknob? Or, no. Or you either. go to punch somebody and you're like... <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that's good. That's fascinating. You? Uh, the motor skills, no. Yeah, I used to have... I could not punch anybody. It'd be like... Ugh. Do you think That's it's because it meant you weren't able to express your anger me, in real it, life? Well, I, I'm not an angry person. I'm a very loving person. So, but like I had anger, you anger issues that I couldn't release. Right. Cause because I am who I nice, am. Such a kind person. Yeah. So, so yeah. you know, like if, if, Alan, if you did me wrong, my way to, because I'll get over it real quick. I'll shut you down and I'll not ever talk to you again. But that's your punishment is you don't get me in your life ever again. So that's me. That's what I do. I'm like, and I'm good. I I can move on. I can move on and just like hang out without Alan in my life. But I love this man. Alan, don't cry. So (laughs) I'm not going to do that. It's been a roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) I think we need to probably be wrapping it up because I think. Yes. There's people uh, behind But us. I do have to tell you one more thing. Whoa. Apparently, you might have seen this on my Instagram. I read this thing that Japanese researchers <coughs> are finding a way that in like in the future we'll be able to do dream playback. Where you'll be able to watch your dreams in like a movie sequence. Have you seen the movie Stranger Days? No. Watch it. That's what it's about. Okay. It's like a drug to people to get these videotapes they put in something in their ear that plays back people's realities. As dreams, watch that. Stranger days, strange, numbers. strange days, Whoa. like the door song. Do uh, three quick Dude, you questions. You love music so much. Okay. Walk it out of the door. What? Three quick questions yeah. to walk it out of the door. To walk it out the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. Close. <laughs> what? We'll, we'll literally walk it out of the door. 
That'll be good. Uh, plug uh, social media. Is where are you most active? I'm at Melody Federer. I was going to make a joke, and I decided to just not. Um, at M E L O D Y F E D E R E R. Melody like music. Federer like the tennis player. My cousin. Very good. Question two is uh, quite the traveler. Uh, if you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would that be? Right here. Oh, that's cute. With you guys. Oh, no. Yes. You got anything left in the cannon? I'm good. Question three. What was your favorite part of this conversation? Uh, getting you guys to laugh. You, did, you got me to laugh out loud. It you, got, you, you got Alan to smile. It sucked when you guys you got, kept farting. That was you funny. got me to cry is what you did. That was you, wasn't it? That's a small room. Yeah. Yes. A, I'm not a squeaky chair, so maybe it was I don't get chair. it. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, this was a pleasure. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah, thank no, you for no having problem, us. No problem. And uh, I, I hope to be invited back. You, I will, yes. I will bring my gun sure. next time. Okay, good. I won't bring my cat. And I won't bring my cantaloupe. <laughs> Perfect. We're out of here. Okay. Jamie should have never let me. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.